0: I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no, did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior
1: I engaged in.
0: Guys, welcome to Oops! The Podcast. I am Julio. I am joined by our pal Francis. Yeah. How you doing, buddy? You
1: know what? Suck my dick, (laughs) Julio. Right out of the gates. Oh, baby. Letting it rip. Oh, baby, baby. I got something for you. What's up? Right off the bat. Okay, I love that. So here's the thing, right? We got into an Uber that we were on a flight with another person. And then we had to take an Uber from the airport to the hotel that all of us were staying in. And this other guy, our buddy, mm-hmm. was like, well, why don't we just split an Uber? I said, okay, great. So we split the Uber. Uber was expensive. It was like
0: $130. Jeez. From where to where?
1: From the Vale Airport, the Eagle Airport to Beaver Creek Mountain. Oh, it's Jesus. only like 40 minutes, but there are no Ubers out there. Jesus. Okay, so, here, so here's the deal, right? We get out of the Uber. I, bought, I called the Uber. Now, what does he owe me? Does he owe me half or does he owe me a third? Oh. Because. It was just you three. My girlfriend is with us.
0: Okay. So I thought you were going to ask something else. I think he owes you a third.
1: Really? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to argue against you. On so this. here's the thing. But I don't even L- know before if I'm we right.
0: Argue, let's, let me say this. And you might be. If. I think you should offer. To cover two thirds, and he should decline that offer okay that's what I think all right because
1: and by the way this it. this this pertains to uh to, you know a more maybe a more common uh occurrence of this would be if if a couple and a friend goes out to dinner right and then that let's say the two guys do they split the dinner or is it a one third one third one third kind of thing where it depends they, yeah
0: I have a friend who I go to dinner with all the time. His girlfriend has never, doesn't even n- own a wallet.
1: Well, and I'm not, yeah, I'm not I saying. allow him to
0: pay for two thirds. Yeah. Every time. Because he always wants to go somewhere fancy too. Like I'm not, and we drink a ton of cocktails. Like I'm not about to start paying for her every single time. I already have a girlfriend.
1: Yeah, but she's not there. And it doesn't matter. Okay. So then maybe that is a different application of this thought. Yeah. Because with the Uber. I agree. Here's my thought, right? When he said we should split an Uber, he knew that we were a unit. Yes. That we come as a unit. He knows that he is splitting with me because he knows that I'm probably paying for the Uber for the two of us. Right. So it's not as if she, she and I were going to split the Uber.
0: So why does he think that? Why does he not think you're going to split it?
1: because it was the the wedding she was my plus one okay all Right. so or or whatever like even if you want to say that it's
0: like i split ubers with my girlfriend and i even like for example she took when we went to this wedding she paid for the uber there i got the uber back the uber there was more expensive because of the tunnel
1: yeah
0: and but then we kind of were like ah, whatever
1: all right but but and i was the plus one. but but even if even if she were paying for the Uber, if that other person joins you guys, that person would probably just split it with her. Okay. I, think I think you two not. are an, a unit. Okay. I think you two are a unit. If the car is big enough, which obviously it is, to seat three of you, then there's really no difference in terms of body and discomfort in the car from having two people versus 3
0: Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, and it doesn't make it more expensive, which is different with dinner because with dinner people, there's a person That's ordering exact, more stuff. Really well said. Yeah.
1: Really well said. Uh, it, the Uber, no matter what, you're getting a, a, a major benefit by splitting it with somebody. Right. Even you're if saying, it's two people. And
0: honestly, this maybe matters, but when you say split it with me, is different than split it with us.
1: Yeah, split it implies a 50-50. Yeah. Split is a having a halving of the cost. So
0: here's the other thing that that contributes to this is that you can physically split it in the app. You can add riders. So theoretically, if you're like, split it with me, you just hit it, Francis, and then it says Francis wants to split with you, he clicks, and then it automatically does
1: it. Okay, but then would you also add Hillary if you were doing that? It
0: depends. But if I'm the person being split with, you've, you've offered for me to join you and Sierra. You say, you want to split it with me? I say, yes. You send me the split link. I click okay. When I get the total, I'm not, being, I'm not questioning the breakdown. Mm-hmm.
1: You know? Hmm. So you, you think it is, it should be thirds?
0: I, yes, but I also think that if you invited me to come with you and it was 50-50 and you're with your girl, I, I would just split it with you. Because if it was just you, I would have just split it with you. By having the girl there doesn't make it more expensive. If it did, it should absolutely be thirds. Uh-huh. But since it's not, I think you're good with the 50/50.
1: Yeah, that's a great point. You
0: don't bring up you don't bring it up. I would right. prefer for it to be thirds. Yeah. But I would just I, suck up I the I think 50-50. you've
1: got to be okay with it being halves unless the experience is made more expensive by the addition of the couple.
0: So what happened with you guys?
1: Yeah, we split it 50/50. And
0: it was no never discussed? There was no question. Of course, yeah.
1: Because when we were, when I was discussing splitting the Uber with my friend, she wasn't even around. Right,
0: right, right, right,
1: right. You know what I mean? There was no thought of, right, right. I'm having this conversation with three, across three people.
0: Totally. So the other thing too, I, I think the familiarity matters. Like for example, my friend who I, who I've discussed, whose girlfriend doesn't know about money. Like she, if I went to dinner with him for the first time, I would split it with him and, would, and she wouldn't pay and that would be, and I wouldn't say a word. But the sixth time, he's paying two thirds.
1: Yes. You know. Understood. Understood. The only yeah. problem
0: with the Uber, what about this? So this is the problem with the Uber split. If you have Apple Pay set up to your Uber and not a card, if you go to split with me, it won't work. So you'll, rec- you'll request the split and I'll say accept and it'll say decline. You can't do it with Apple Pay and then you can't do anything about it. And I'm not even going to know.
1: Yeah, but I'm just been mowing people after the yeah. fact anyway. Okay.
0: And you can do that, right? Yeah. And that's all, you've been, that's all you were doing to begin with? Mm-hmm. That's probably the smarter move mm-hmm. because when you physically split it, that'll happen and then you can't say anything. Right.
1: Right.
0: I have another thing that's just like this. Okay. see your thought? Cool. You go with a friend to a concert. He drives. You drive. You go. Say it's 40 minutes away. Okay. This is specifically where I was. I was in Boston and we went to see Wu-Tang in Providence it was when they began their reunion stint. In, uh, you know, mid 2000s. Yep. So we get to the concert. We go to the concert. We have a great time. We get back to his car. He has a ticket.
1: Great. This is great. Yep.
0: And he goes, Should we split this? Because we came together.
1: Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. This is tough. This is a spicy one. <laughs> I can feel the hairs on the back of my neck pricking up. Because here's. My thought as someone who is a very um very meticulous observer of parking signs mm-hmm. <laughs> it is the driver's responsibility to know if where the, he or she is parking is legal or not. agreed and you cannot expect your passengers to be reading the fine print of parking signs uh-huh. and um it's on you unfortunately i think so too And and the same goes for now what if your driver says do you think we're good to park here and then you as the passenger had said yeah
0: then then maybe maybe there's an argument there if he genuinely is looking and he doesn't know if i look and say yes if i say i don't know then no if i say yes then i oh for sure yeah. I paid because it was too awkward to not, but if I were driving and I get a ticket, I would never ask the person with me to pay. Ever. It's I'm the driver, like well, you said. Okay. When you get a DUI, the passenger doesn't yeah, go to jail.
1: But it's one thing, okay. A speeding uh, ticket, yes, obviously the driver's paying, right? A mm-hmm. DUI, yeah. The guy yeah. Parking ticket. There should be some kind of I don't I don't know. I mean, as soon as the driver asks Is this an okay place to park? And then there's a group support. Everyone who voiced their support is on the hook.
0: Agreed. 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 That's how I feel. Agreed. That did not happen in this situation. This happened to me in college. In college, it's a little different. Like, you know, now as an adult, like, I don't let people give me gas money. You know what I mean? Like when you're in college, like gas money, you know, that kind of shit. Um, And I think the same applies to a ticket. But I also still think in this situation, it's different than gas money. Mm. Gas money, you're going together. I'll drive. I'll give you a couple bucks for gas. Cool. Right. But why am I now paying for your ticket? It's not our ticket. You drove, dude.
1: Yeah. You broke the law. You drove. Yeah. I don't know. It's a good one. It's a good one. It's an uncomfortable one. I, yeah, (laughs) I had a friend. I was with a friend. We parked and his car got towed.
0: Oh, where?
1: It was in Portland, Maine. We went to a Sea Dogs game. Oh my God. Years and years and years ago. I don't even remember what it was for. How does it even happen? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember where we parked, but I do remember I think I said I thought we were okay. <laughs> we were far from okay.
0: Well, did you go out with him or something? Like oh, how do you even I
1: don't e I don't remember how we resolved it. I don't know if I gave him money. I, I don't I definitely didn't go with him to get the car from the impound lot or whatever. Right no
0: jesus dude some of these people like have you ever been with somebody who just parks in a place where you clearly can't park and then you're like what are you doing and they're like we're fine i'm like what is wrong with yeah, you dude? i know a couple of people like that i
1: do too i know what you mean it's crazy they're just willing to roll the dice and live with it
0: next to a fire hydrant or in commercial parking oh, or God. like whatever i'm like dude what are you doing yeah <laughs> rolling the dice have you guys ever had a car towed here never i just imagine that being a nightmare I know I someone who has. And it's the guy who I'm talking about. He's a lunatic. He'll just park anywhere. <laughs> not, not even boot on the car. Car just towed.
1: Yeah. Boy, Crazy. that is... there. will oh, There's nothing that'll get the anxiety pumping more than coming back and, and finding that your car's not there anymore. Because you don't even know if it's been stolen or towed or
0: what. So, dude, funny you say that. I used to give tennis lessons to this guy, Ari. Great guy. Uh, and we were playing the Delancey Street courts uh, near the river. And uh, it's one of those things like you can only teach people a quote unquote lesson there if they're good enough to play because you can only bring a couple balls with you. So, mm-hmm. you know, you just hit balls with this guy. One morning, we walked back to his car as we always would after, and his car was gone. And that sucks when you're giving a person a quote tennis lesson because, like, you want to feel good. You wanna, it's just yeah. awkward as fuck when this person gets so mad. And then it fucked things up for me. Like, he didn't want to do it anymore because he was afraid of getting towed. Because he got towed.
1: That's brutal. Brutal. That's brutal. It's out of your control. Yeah. yeah.
0: Dude, I've been meaning to get out there this summer, but it's just too hot, man. It's been a hot summer.
1: It's been really hot. We've talked about it before, and that's the reason why I have been keeping my, uh, my man coat <laughs> at its most minimal level. Love it. My beard, my, my, my pubic beard, <laughs> I've been minimizing it for the sake of airflow Thanks to my absolutely wonderful Lawnmower 4.0 from Manscaped. Great oh product. my God, we love it.
0: If you're not manscaping, you're an animal. This thing
1: purrs. <laughs> exactly right. Keep clean. Imagine shaving with a sleek, well-designed and optimized trimmer that makes shaving time your favorite time in the bathroom. I'm one of the first people to try the new 4.0 and I'm blown away by the performance, Julio. I really, really am. This one's way better. No nicks, no cuts. Craftsmanship and details on the 4.0 are next level. You know, uh, I do remember tremors of the past, and I remember them with nightmares.
0: Uh, you just look like one of the, like your friend's dads who just has a little piece of tissue on his cheek all afternoon. covered? Covered in those oozing tiny blood. things.
1: What, what, how was that the move, you know? <laughs> Dude, it's a crazy. But movie. it is. And uh, back in the day, that's all we had. You had to you just accept that you were going to look like a stuck pig. <laughs> After a manscaping session. Not no more. Not no more. With the 4.0. It's their fourth generation trimmer. Features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. Thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. I now feel confident shaving my boys. So here's how it's going to work, guys. Uh, Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code OOPS20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping. Promo code OOPS20 at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you.
0: Love worldwide, the worldwide shipping situation.
1: Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped.
0: Love it. Dude, I have a good story for you. This is crazy. So the other night I'm in bed. It's like, I don't know, one in the morning. I'm not asleep yet, but Hillary is out like a light. All of a sudden I hear a guy start screaming, being like, what the fuck? And like, he's so close. He must have been right outside because it sounded like he was in our apartment. And then I just start hearing, pop, 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 shooting. What? Shooting occurring. And Hillary wakes up and she just kind of looks at me. And then he continues screaming, what the fuck? And then he just keeps shooting and shooting. I don't know if he's getting shot, if he's shooting. I don't know what the fuck's happening. And she looks at me and she goes, are you kidding me? And I was like, why are you mad at me? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do anything. She's like, you're so nonchalant about this. I'm like. What do you want? She's like, "What is that?" And I kind of just held up a gun thing with my hand. Just went. Pew, pew. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But dude, she like got mad at me for the shooting occurring outside. Like, was it
1: real shooting? Yeah,
0: a shooting of a gun. Someone was shooting a gun. I've never heard gunshots outside one of my apartments
1: before. Did you read about it the next day? Or no.
0: Anything? And I was about to sign up for the Citizen app, but then I had to pay, and I was like, "Fuck that!" Oh
1: my gosh dude, dude! Somebody
0: was shooting, or being shot, or getting shot. I mean, he sounded like he was so fucked up if he was the one shooting that he maybe shouldn't be that, like, he, there's no way he could aim if that was the guy actually doing the shooting. But do, have you heard people, sh- have you ever heard that? That's out of one of your apartments? No. Isn't that crazy?
1: I've never heard gunshots. Dude, crazy. That's pretty bad. I know. That's really bad.
0: I know. And they've, they say that the city has been a little dodgy lately. I mean, I've, you know, I wonder.
1: I had to delete the Zillow app. Why? Because all I do is look at homes oh. that I can't afford to escape the city to. Really? And it just makes me demoralized.
0: Dude, I, I worry that you're going to always feel this way. Even when you get... You're, like, there's always going to be a cooler house than yours, dude.
1: I have really unfortunately decided in my mind that money is the answer to all my problems (laughs) and i never was that way Mm -hmm. by by virtue of choosing the jobs that we chose yeah it is the biggest turn away from that type of thinking
0: but you also in the back of your head are kind of like one day i'll make it big
1: it was never tied to lots of money though right when i had that thought it was more of the glamour of Of playing madison square garden or Mm -hmm. being famous or being revered any of that stuff but now now as i've said all my all the things i desire are more expensive than i can afford
0: um (laughs) i'm sorry do you
1: ever do you ever consider another job
0: uh no i have in the past it's funny before i booked this 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 commercial that that capital one commercial Which I don't know if I've ever, yeah, I've said on the pod before. Yeah, yeah. Taylor Swift one that I'm barely in, by the way. You have to literally look for me with a magnifying glass. Right before I got that, I was looking for jobs doing like production stuff Mm. in a way where like, that's not continuing to do what we do. That's a shift away. Like, I was trying, I was like, I need to make more money. At least this is doing something that I'm interested in. Like, I like, you know, the idea of filmmaking, whatever. I was like, maybe I can. Go down that route and then if comedy doesn't work out whatever that was the thought i had that commercial paid me so much that it gave me kind of like a reset mm-hmm. to re you know rethink it um but i've sure i've only had the thought when things are going really really poorly
1: how much did you get from that commercial
0: uh
1: a lot over thirty thousand dollars yeah
0: wow like like
1: a lot more like yeah over a hundred no. no but over 50 yes this is awesome.
0: For a thing I'm not even in.
1: Dude, it was nuts. This is great. I know. Why are we not allowed to ask people how much money they make about, from certain things? Why is that considered so gauche? I don't know.
0: I don't, it, it, I don't know. I think that like you can build a rapport with people where it isn't, but I agree. Like It's a thing you're not supposed to talk about.
1: You know it's what, what would be gauche is if someone said, how much money do you make or did you make from this? And then they told you the number and then they reacted in a very gauche way. <laughs> that, to it's me, extra gauche. is the gauchiest.
0: That's as gauche as it gets, dude. <laughs> yeah,
1: you're the gauche lord. <laughs> but, but just asking, to me, is not strange or weird. People, people who make a lot of money often, huh, it's this great irony where they, they don't like to tell people the specific number that they're paid or that they make but then they live a life that often shows or hints right, at right. how much money they That's make. That's a really good point. So they indirectly want you to know. That's a good point.
0: Dude, it's funny. I've been, I've been feeling bad playing the compare game in a different way. I've been feeling that way about my comedy career. And it's funny because like, I, was, I was absolved of that feeling during COVID because there was no comedy. So I was like, oh, like, I didn't feel bad about myself. And now I've started doing comedy again, and now I just feel bad about myself again.
1: i hear you man you
0: know it's a crazy thing
1: i hear you it's like you
0: see other people doing stuff it's like hard not to feel bad about yourself it's like people who are your peers or you're like i'm as funny as that guy and it's like i don't want them to not have the thing that they're doing but i would also love to be doing it as well well
1: what's your goal what's your goal i don't stand up
0: i don't know i don't really have one to be honest
1: this is this is the thing i had not thought about what my goal was in a long time and now I'm at a point again where I'm like, all right, well, am I building an hour for, to try to do another special? Mm-hmm. How am I going to present the material? Or have we shifted more towards just having tons of clips and putting that all out on right. TikTok and Instagram? I mean, I told you guys, I put that one clip on TikTok. It's now got 2.4 million oh, views. Jesus. Amazing. Yeah, but I also have put up a bunch of other stuff, including a couple clips that I had put on TikTok the first time I tried TikTok. The clip of my grandfather. Oh, they got that one like eight
0: hundred thousand.
1: It was it was over a million, was it? Now it's only got like a a two thousand views, dude. It's going nowhere on TikTok this time. The algo, dude. The first time I put that on TikTok, it got over a million views, and now it's got nothing. Right. I got th- I put the video of my dad stressing over the zucchini spiralizer. That's a fan <laughs> favorite. Everybody loves that on Instagram. Goes nowhere on TikTok. Mhm. Couple clips from the podcast have done pretty well. It's great. But nothing compared to I even put up another clip of me doing stand up and it's going it's going nowhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, dude, you know- I I find TikTok depressing. <laughs> I find it depressing.
0: For that reason? Well,
1: for a couple reasons. One, the explosiveness of that one clip made me think you have to be on here mm-hmm. if you're not anyone who refuses to join tiktok is being left in the dust
0: like in as far as our it's refusing to concerned.
1: embrace a new piece of technology right, that is important. intrinsic to, to totally. life as a creator totally and well, said. uh yeah and i've heard comedians be like ah, i'm not gonna do it i don't do it ah, fuck that like well you're just you're just dinosauring yourself yeah
0: yeah yeah totally
1: That's all you're doing. Totally. Um, And TikTok is an incredibly explosive and scalable uh, content home. Mm -hmm. But it also makes me think that I've just been wasting my time on Instagram all this time.
0: Right. But dude, things have their moment. You know what I mean? And you used Instagram to build this great following and all this stuff. Like it's not going to be, things aren't just, aren't going to be the same forever. You know? Yeah. But if, Got to embrace the change.
1: If you compare the two things, I mean, one is so much infinitely more reach. It reaches a f- much bigger audience than than the other.
0: Right. Well, this is the other thing, too. Like you just joined, you know what I mean? So you'll have a couple more viral clips and then you'll build your your following and then your baseline view will be higher.
1: It b- brings all of yeah. the other v- things up. That tends to, That's yeah. kind of what I've seen. Yeah. Boy, these kids are who who got the jump start. I know. Because the right age, the sexy age for TikTok is twenty, nineteen yeah, yeah. to twenty one.
0: The kids with that like haircut where it's like the, shaved, the but there's mop. a lot of hair on top
1: with the dangly earring. What the fuck is that haircut, dude? <laughs> what the fuck is that? It's
0: pretty it's pretty terrible,
1: dude. Why honestly. are they all doing it?
0: I don't know. I don't know. It's just what the kids are doing, dude.
1: I feel so old. I feel so old, man. It's crazy.
0: But it's funny you talk about the kind of goal, the goal conversation, because I, you know, my goal is like, is, has always sort of been a broader goal. And I've always kind of felt bad. I've always like checked it when other people are like, telling me how specifically goal oriented they are. And I'm always kind of like, well, whatever, like I don't have to be, I can be whatever I want to be. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have to be like, I'm going to specifically do this and that. And it just makes it not fun. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like, I think about that and I guess, my broader goal would be to do, to continue making a living, doing this, mm-hmm. some f- form of this, uh, making money, doing things, and then being allowed the time flexibility to work on things that I want to do, whether or not I can make money doing them, and hope to fucking live to tell the tale.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You
0: know, I don't know. I don't know if that's selling myself short or something.
1: I want a house in Quag, <laughs> East Hampton.
0: That'd be nice to,
1: to escape to. Yeah. For three days in the summer when the air conditioning breaks and I don't have any spots and I can just jump out there and be in the pool in the morning and at night. You know how nice it is to start your day by swimming.
0: So let me ask you this. Would you not feel good about having that same thing in a place that's just less expensive to do it?
1: Those places that are less expensive are farther from the city.
0: Not necessarily.
1: Where can you go? Upstate. It's
0: not farther. There's places that are an hour away. There
1: are, That's fair. There
0: are places that are closer. That's fair. Or even, uh, you know.
1: I've considered it. I certainly have. But
0: then, but then, unfortunately, you will be in the place where maybe many of the people that you know are not. We which will would maroon
1: suck. ourselves.
0: Which, would, which is not ideal.
1: And it's not as easy to make friends up there because the houses are much farther apart.
0: Totally. And there's less of like, it's less of, it's just the place you go. The place you go. You know just the place you go, dude.
1: We do like hiking. We like the outdoors, though. That's great.
0: Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now, and I said, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium, and you would all yell, Anchor, Anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, anchor.fm, download it now. Well, how about this nice milestone we just hit of doing the podcast for two years and we can... Celebrate that! Is How that about is? that,
1: yeah. Chris? Two years! Yeah. Two years for the kids! That's crazy! Yeah, August first. That's amazing! Twenty nineteen. Holy shit! Holy this is our first episode. Schmoly. Yeah. Holy shit! This dude. has been the most consistent thing in my life. Yeah. We've never <laughs> missed an episode. <laughs> Holy shikes. We've literally never missed one. Yeah, I see you, yeah, I see you yeah. two a lot.
0: Yeah. it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, more than most people. You know what's crazy Good though? For us, dude,
1: Chris has come the farthest of any of us.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, not yeah. I didn't mean to say it like that, but I've literally
1: <laughs> <laughs> turned into like an adult in front of you. Chris, I was in the thinking two years since we today. met him, yeah. has moved out of his house with his, that moved out of living with his parents. Lost 400 pounds. <laughs> I didn't do that. And has just totally become this handsome kind I of I even wore all my rings in jokes. He's, he's got rings. seven rings on his fingers. He looks I was like, like it's two ears. I'm
0: going to wear all the, That's a good it's line. It's like Tom
1: Brady at That's some like line. autograph signing event or Hall of Fame induction ceremony.
0: He's one ring away from his arm falling off. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, Well, congrats, Chris. It's like, you've ever watched the show Entourage? Sure. They always say that that show's really about E. Like E is the one who really progresses as a character throughout the show. and Nobody else really does. Chris. So, oops, the podcast then is really about Chris. Yeah, dude.
1: it's the journey of Chris. The tale of Chris. That's really what it is. Chris also now is working with some other podcasts. You've got. You've become kind of a a a true force in the producing Pod business. Souvent. Yeah, we always worry that we're going to lose him.
0: I'm not going anywhere. Right? It'll happen one day? He says he's not going okay. anywhere, but then we'll you try know, our best next to keep week him. he'd be
1: like, "Guys, bad news. I got an offer. I can't refuse." <laughs> we'll be like Chris, and then we'll be like, "Well, why you. don't you tell us what you're making so we can see if we can match it?" And then he'll tell us and be like, "All right, enjoy."
0: <laughs> and then he'll tell us it's rude to ask what people make.
1: I'll
0: <laughs> 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 we'll be like, "Touche, Chris. Touche." Well, no, how, how about fair. you guys? You guys have come a long way in two years.
1: I think it's less. Uh, who? All right, rank. <laughs> Uh Uh who's come the farthest I think Chris has come the farthest and then do you think you or I have changed more this should be obvious I don't I don't know it's you is it me yes you moved in with Hillary oh that's true yeah but you did too yeah but we were kind of there that's true we were gonna be there that's true Julio, when we met was like I don't know when or if that might happen he was
0: I've also become I've become much more visible since I started doing this this is sort of the thing that like got me people watching my stuff who I didn't know really, got, on a bigger yeah. scale. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas you sort of already had that. Not sort of, you did. Yeah,
1: but the pod has also introduced me to people that had, you know. No, totally. I think the people we've found through the podcast are are very different from the people who knew me before. Mm-hmm. That's
0: true too. That's true too. Which is also a very nice thing.
1: Yeah. It's good for us. Well, anyway, that's that's <laughs> our own patting ourselves on the back segment. Uh, which I think we deserve. Mm-hmm. which is great two years there are a lot of podcasts that don't make it to the two-year mark absolutely that's, really a that's true. Thing. That is true we man. never miss an episode never have missed a single episode
0: fucking grinding and bro let's not forget during that time where we haven't missed an episode think about how much shit we've done i went to every fucking state in the country i've been traveling all over the fucking world you've Nuts. been all over the place too i mean it's it's pretty i'm I'm glad we've been able to make it work it's been great it's been great
1: Shout out Oops the Podcast. Oops,
0: the motherfucking P. Back to this conversation about comedy and stuff. Like I remember when I was in my twenties and I was doing comedy and I was starting to get feel like I was getting a little burned out. I was doing a ton of shows. I was doing a ton of mics. I was out every night. I was getting tired. And like I needed to rest, but I couldn't. So like what would happen is I would just get stressed and I just started smoking a ton of cigarettes. Dude.
1: Smoking bugs.
0: And I was constantly leaving the comedy club, walking out to smoke, and I would smoke half a pack in a night easily.
1: You're ripping dark. Which
0: is a lot. That's a lot of darts, dude.
1: How many darts are there in a pack? 20. You smoke 10 darts a night?
0: Yeah. And dude, you guys say, damn, think about this. Think about like your uncle or maybe not your uncle, but like your grandfather, like three packs a day. Think about how many cigarettes three packs a day is. I don't know if the packs were smaller then or something, but like that was when you smoked inside, I guess.
1: Imagine eating 60 Snickers a day. Dude, literally. Doing 60 of anything a day. I know.
0: I know, Dude. And this guy, Bruce, who uh, I know, he's- He's like a contractor. He'd be like, yeah, three packs a day, three packs a day. I'm like, how,
1: dude? That's nuts. Nuts. Seems like it's around the clock.
0: So it's too bad because uh, now that I don't do that anymore, I wish that I had had some of the alternatives that exist today
1: Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm.
0: getting that nicotine fix, for kind of like taking that edge off. And that's why I honestly think that the Lucy pouches are such an amazing creation.
1: They really are. Their latest product is the Slim Nicotine Pouches which contain pure synthetic nicotine and provide the same satisfaction that nicotine users expect without any tobacco at all. It's amazing,
0: dude. Yeah, it's coconut oil uh, and gum that is used to provide a soft, fluffy texture that enhances the flavor and does not dry out your mouth. They come in different strengths uh, and they have all the good flavors, mango, spearmint, cool cider. Uh, This is a great alternative uh, to whatever sort of nicotine habit that you currently have. Uh, And it's nice because especially people who like those pouches, sort of like the dip pouches, the snooze stuff, like this is a a really cool, similar sort of uh, alternative that you might really enjoy.
1: That's right. So go to lucy.co, lucy, L-U-C-Y dot C-O, and use promo code OOPS to get 20% off your your order of Lucy Slim Pouches or any other Lucy products. That's lucy.co, C-O, and use promo code OOPS at checkout. Uh, Also, have to give this disclaimer. Warning, this product contains non-tobacco nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.
0: Lucy.co, promo code OOPS, 20% off. Um, Dude, so I was thinking about this the other day. I witnessed something crazy, and I I never talked about it, and I didn't realize how crazy it was until I put my finger on it um, some days later. But I went to visit Hillary's old roommate in
1: L.A., Oh, and guy or girl?
0: Uh, Hillary was with me as a girl.
1: Oh, okay, okay. So
0: we, we went to visit her, and her, she's like, my, just heads up, my sister is throwing a party. I forget where they were. It might have been the Oscars. This is a couple of years ago. So she had a party, so we get there, and she's having a party, and there's a bunch of people around the couch watching TV, watching the Oscars. Mm-hmm. I then find out that she is also hosting a separate party in the same house with a completely different group of people oh my God. in the basement. It was like her high school friends and her work friends, and they were at, in separate places in the house. What? And she was hosting both of them at the exact same time. It blew my fucking mind.
1: It's like hosting a party with cats and a hosting a party with roosters. <laughs> like you, You're worried they're going to, what, tear each other's heads off, not get along?
0: And nobody had a problem with it, with, the, with the, the division. And shout out, her name's Jillian. It was the most brilliant thing I've ever seen. I've never... I've never seen something executed. But you've so kind smoothly.
1: of spread yourself too thin as a host. And you know me, I'm a host. Totally, totally. I would never throw two parties in my own apartment Dude, at the same time. That's ridiculous. It's madness. Jillian, you know what? <laughs> Jillian, what? Who do you think you are? Jillian. When, when is enough? What's enough for Jillian? What's enough? What is enough? You got to have two parties at once?
0: Dude, it's... I, wh- I, I, and of course, the question is, why can't they all be together? And the answer maybe which makes it less uncomfortable. Although this doesn't seem like the real answer is that there is comfortable viewing spaces for that amount of people in both areas of the house. Uh, And by bringing all the people upstairs, they wouldn't all be able to watch the Oscars at the same time.
1: But I don't know, dude. I, I think though, the fact that she very clearly defined each space as a specific group is weird because I understand there not being enough space. But then let people choose. And right. people will say, okay, well, there's, more. there's not enough room up to watch up here. I'm going to watch down there. And then you get this commingling of different people. And that's what parties are all about. It's about bringing totally. people together and letting them get to know each other.
0: Totally. Or a natural segregation occurs where those two different groups find their way. Yeah. And I wonder if that's even what happened. I, mean, I need to ask her more about this. But here's the question, though. It's the Oscars. Like, that's not a turn up event. Mm-mm. That's a like. Finger Foods event, maybe a glass of wine event. Yeah. So maybe it's harder to like mingle. In LA, people can be kind of not that friendly. Right. Strangers, I don't know.
1: Oh, speaking of LA. Mm. So that rehearsal dinner that I performed at? Yeah. So the wedding planner hit me up for, from that rehearsal dinner. She was there. Mm-hmm. She hit me up and said that she had another opportunity for me. No another way. wedding. Yeah. No way. In California? She, she did that on... Friday when I, and she said Do you have time to talk today. And I said I'm actually about to perform in another rehearsal dinner. That's hilarious. That was the one in Vale. And so she said no problem. Let's talk on Monday. And on Monday I called her and she said so. In the space of time since I told you uh, I had this gig for you, the couple broke up. What?
0: Whoa! What? <laughs> That's crazy. They
1: called off their wedding and broke up. Holy shit! Do you know anybody that has broken an engagement, or or broken a a wedding, like a a planned wedding that invitations had been no, sent out? Definitely to you. not
0: for that. Engagement, maybe, but I don't I don't remember. So no, I
1: can't say. How yes. bad is it to break an engagement? How bad is it to break up when you're engaged? Is it much worse than breaking up when you live together?
0: Yes. But it can kind of be one of those things that's a blessing in disguise. Dude, I feel
1: like everyone always says like, well, at least they didn't get... It's almost like better now than after.
0: Right. I guess after marriage makes sense because there's legal ramifications. But dude, like to your point, it's a good discussion because being engaged sometimes is the thing that makes people break up.
1: What What's the difference really?
0: Because you're... You, now it's like, okay, we are now getting married. If you just live together and you're not engaged, like maybe you're more likely to drag it out longer because you have more time to... Th- Like there isn't sort of like the walls aren't closing as you, as you would say.
1: I don't know why I have this feeling, but I have this weird feeling that breaking up when you live together is more traumatizing than breaking up when you're engaged. And is there any reason why I'm right when I say that? Like,
0: yes. And I can't put my finger on why part, part of what I just said is part of why, but also like you'd think that because you're engaged, you've been together longer, it would make it more traumatic, but it's not necessarily the case. Like maybe by the time you're engaged, you're just so disenchant, like so disenfranchised with the idea or whatever mm-hmm. that you're like, fuck it, whatever, and it doesn't hurt as bad. I, I don't, I don't really know.
1: I'm with you, and
0: it could be, but it could be a surprise to one of the parties. In I which just, case, it must be devastating.
1: Yeah, I, I just think that so many people are are when you if you break up when you're engaged, it means that people don't have to attend a wedding that now they know would not have been a lasting wedding you know what i mean yes 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 uh and so they say well okay well better better to have gotten out of it better to have gotten ahead of it not have us all attend or or you know hopefully cancel flights and bookings hopefully the engagement breaks off before everyone's planned it right i knew a couple that that sent out wedding invitations and then broke off really broke everything yeah
0: were they a good friend
1: they were uh probably closer with my girlfriend at the time we were both invited obviously um but i liked them both and i knew the guy pretty well
0: why did they break it off was it ugly
1: you know i kind of do know the story but it's like uh it's it's kind it's it had to do i think with the one sides family not approving of oh their God. their kid's choice of of a mate
0: dude that's the worst i've heard about something like that happening recently to people that i know not with marriage involved yet but what a bummer
1: really really horrific really horrific really horrific like
0: did she did did the other did they think that the other party's family wasn't up to par or what was it exactly
1: uh probably that no. and just just in general, yeah, that the person wasn't a suitable match. Ugh. And Snooze. the problem with that is that then if it, the breakup does happen, the person who's been told you're not good enough for my son or daughter is just, I mean, it's so traumatizing. I know.
0: Dude, I would love to honestly hear from a person who, because you, you meet these people who are like, my parents would would disown me if I didn't marry someone who was Jewish, or my parents would disown me if this or that like all these these that that's the specific one that just came to mind i would love to talk to these parents and ask them why yeah you know and i like like how could you give an answer that takes your kid into account that isn't selfish that isn't like well i want my family to be like this in our family we do this how can you answer that question on your kid's behalf who is the person making the decision is it possible is there something i'm not seeing
1: that's a great point you know? That's a great point of, is there a way to answer that by saying, I know that their lives will be better yes. because they're sticking to this cultural thing we have?
0: Right, right. Um, I, and I have trouble imagining that there's a good answer to that.
1: Now, I do think, uh, and maybe this is a total made-up thing in my mind, but I think that we are getting away from some of those old-fashioned stay-within-your-community your, your community there's there's a little more kind of cross cultural bonding mm-hmm. and 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 marriage and that is so good for society, dude. Totally. That those breaking down.
0: Wait to cross pollinate yourself. Yes, to, America, to, baby.
1: To 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 marry across race or uh, religion uh, is is the best thing you can possibly do for a country or 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 for society because it's just it just instantly forces people to understand something that's different from what they've known so long dude. Totally, and, and realize well this isn't so scary or this isn't so weird you know and, and we found love despite the fact that we don't see eye to eye on all sorts of things brings families together and and it's it's really really good for society
0: dude listen and if, if you want to bring religion into it look how hot mixed race people are like god intended
1: wait for cross pollination race not religion what did I, did I say? Religion. You said religion. Sorry. Yeah. No. Yeah. Cro-
0: yeah. Like mixed race people are so good looking.
1: They are. <laughs> they often are. That
0: is proof that God intended cross pollination to it to occur.
1: Yeah, I I agree. I, um, but you know, back to the wedding thing. I just the it's such a tricky thing if your parents say we don't think you should marry this person because then the 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 person the kid has the ugly job of either defying his parents, which right. is, uh, what a nightmare going into your wedding. You put in that position. To have to do that and Ostracized say, I choose my daughter, or excuse me, I choose my, my bride or groom. Yeah. Or to side with the parents, and then your, your wedding's over. Yeah, yeah. That's a very selfish thing, I think, for parents to Agreed. do. Very selfish. Get over yourself. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Dude, it's crazy, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, can you imagine fucking being put in that situation like dude i don't know what would you even do
1: well i'd, I'd have to think about it and i would probably pour myself a nice cup of coffee
0: <laughs> that's the one thing that you could definitely to give do.
1: myself some time to you know really use that nice caffeine boost and center my thoughts and get some energy to get 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 that thought thro- through some you know? way way to nanga yeah the even way way to nanga Yeah, that's Brooklyn Roasting (laughs) Company, by the way. We talk about it a lot. Guys, you've seen it now. It is exploding. It really is. is The coffee, the ooey, gooey, Mm. golly glop, is the stuff that we talk about, and we love it. Oh, my God. So good. Throw a little of that on some ice cream. Dude. You're good to go. Unbelievable. Love the coffee of the month, though. That's the really... Join the subscription. Trust us. It's a fun thing. Don't start with a tester can. Subscribe to the Brooklyn Roasting Company, Coffee of the Month Club. Use promo code OOPSBEANS. Trust me, you're going to love what you taste. If you like coffee, if you're new to coffee, trying to get into coffee, do this. This is the place to start. Their, yeah. their coffee is incredible. It's sourced from all over the their world. the products are dope. Roasted right here in the Brooklyn Naval Yard, about 40 seconds walk from where I live. This is local. I've had my hands on it. It's the bomb.
0: I've said it once, I'll say it it again. If you bring a new partner over and you give him a a cup of that in the morning, you're getting laid again. This is
1: Julio's favorite selling point for it. (laughs) I wonder why he keeps coming back to it. How many girls did you make coffee for in the morning? I
0: I just truly believe that it's a flex to have some of this.
1: Were you just a guy who like, that's how you found your repeat customers in terms of sexual enterprises, dude. It's just, it's
0: just it really is a flex. It shows that you're an interesting person. I'm I'm being serious. Yeah. If you show me you have some of this, it shows me that you're thoughtful in your decisions. Fair enough. And that it's important to you that everything that you do, there's thought put into it. Well, you, this
1: is what I'm saying. It's you gotta hot. you gotta think through your decisions. Whether it's uh you know trying to figure out if you should defy your parents and stick it out through the marriage, or you know um. I guess think about whether or not you should invite that person who just left your apartment back for another romp in the hay, <laughs> the old Julia way. Love it, Brooklyn Roasting
0: Company. Get in there. Oops, beans. Uh, so, dude, I did a show on Friday, and I saw an old pal, and I ended up getting like a really backhanded compliment. So, first of all, someone told me that I look like Hugh Jackman. Have you? Do you see that at all?
1: Well, for I think he's one of those. Handsome I agree, people but you, you'll see where the alive. backhandedness comes
0: in. Um. Yeah, I I can see that.
1: Yeah, when he's cleaned up, not when he's playing Wolverine.
0: Got it. I've never gotten that in my life. So I was kind of like, oh, interesting. And like, there are people that I have gotten over time,
1: Mm -hmm. different
0: points in my life. Um, So I'm like, oh, interesting. And then the person who said that to me looked at one of my friends who was sitting next to me and asked her, do you think he looks like Hugh Jackman? And she looks at me and she goes, well, now that he's like getting older, I sort of see it. (laughs) I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, that is so annoying. That, like, what a way to just put a damper on something that started as something really nice. Now you're just being like, ah. and she said it in a way like she knew me when I was in my prime yeah. sort of comment. I was like, God damn it. Huh. What the fucking That do? is
1: weird. Hugh Jackman was so perfect as Wolverine.
0: He's pretty awesome. Did you watch any of those movies? I, th- I watched some of the earlier ones, yeah.
1: So Wolverine was always my favorite comic book character.
0: Are you a comic book person? I
1: used to be. Interesting. Big time. Probably didn't see that coming, did you? I didn't, know. No. And I loved Wolverine. And they cast Hugh Jackman. Now, Hugh Jackman was this brilliant sort of like Broadway show tunesy singer.
0: I'd never heard of him before that movie.
1: Before Wolverine? Before
0: he played... No, no. Before... He played Wolverine, not before the movie Wolverine.
1: Yeah, he played, the first time he played Wolverine was in, in the X-Men very movie. first X-Men yes. movie. And
0: that was the first time I ever had seen him.
1: Yeah. But he wasn't that jacked for that one. No. He started doing the rock diet and the rock lifting.
0: What's that? Like the the guy, the rock?
1: 10,000 calories a day, six meals a day, Holy lifting, lifting bulking, day. and then shredding for the last month.
0: So how does that even, can you walk me through what that even is?
1: yeah you have to eat you basically eat six you get to a point where you're eating six full meals a day
0: and you can handle it because you're
1: working out so hard you kind of i think work your way up to it and it's it, it trust me, getting super super jacked has a lot more to do with eating than it does with lifting
0: but like you have to lift still
1: oh, you sure do, yeah, but uh like you yeah you won't get jacked if you just eat like that. you'll just become a big square <laughs> dude there's a guy. Who was at the wedding? Who is a sort of like a has been a friend of ours for a long time, and his weight fluctuates like crazy, and he's just an enormous guy. I think I know who you're talking about. Uh, he's just a humongous guy. Not not like fat, but he if he doesn't starve himself and do cardio all the time, his arms and shoulders and his back kind of balloon to like (laughs) you know crazy levels do you know that character
0: i know you sorry before you you say that i know who you're talking about and i was looking at his instagram the other day somehow like popped up and i was thinking to myself i'm like how is this picture taken a week before this picture i'm telling that thought
1: i'm telling you we we were making (laughs) jokes this is the biggest (laughs) i've ever seen him and it kind of just came out of nowhere
0: jacked or like
1: Yeah, none of his clothes fit. Like everything is just clinging on for dear life. His (laughs) arms, his arms are like this, but but it's not like uh, rippling veins or anything. It's just he just looks like he's been eating porridge all day, (laughs) every single day. He's the type of person you'd want to to have around if like a tent were starting to blow away. (laughs) You'd be like, grab it, and he would, and then we'd be fine. So,
0: what was the character you were saying to say?
1: I was thinking the character from uh the Punisher. Or uh Daredevil, the bad guy. I don't remember. He's huge. Okay. But I can't remember what his name is.
0: Do you ever watch either of those shows? Is he look like Hellboy?
1: No. It's a guy who wears a suit. Okay. Um anyway, this dude, we were making jokes about how, <laughs> how we just pictured that like when he gets to a doorway, he has to turn sideways <laughs> to go through it. <laughs> And that's kind of what happens when you when you go on this rock diet. I've always wanted to do it. So, dude, I think
0: this is what would happen to me if I were to do it. And I, at the beginning of quarantine, I was doing it. I was eating a lot, and I was getting big, and I was actually like getting muscular. But then I just became fat. I okay, like couldn't so what, do the
1: next step. What were you eating?
0: Like a bunch of protein. I had this guy like measuring it all out for me, and like eating a bunch. You know. But like a specific calorie amount, I don't know if I was just going over the calorie amount without knowing or something. But like I was starting to get muscular, and then like when the next phase was upon us, we're like and I'm not saying I was doing the rock thing, but when the next stage came to like cut and to eat less, my appetite was just per- too big now, and I like couldn't I couldn't do it. Oh, uh, at night I would end up just like binging because I was so hungry.
1: That is hard. I would. Is that imagine. a thing? I just I'm didn't sure, have. The I'm discipline. sure. I'm sure. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So. My goal, my dream has always been to do this, to find a way to eat six meals a day. I I just don't know where I'd find the time. Yeah. But to do that of, you know, you wake up, you have like a three egg omelet, and then an hour later, you have a protein shake. And then an hour and a half after that, you have like a cup of rice, some some cod, and some steamed broccoli. And then an hour, two hours after that, another protein shake. Then another hour after that, you have... You know, you have a burrito or something. And then two hours after that, you have fish and, and rice again and a green vegetable. And
0: then you just like intermittent fast or something? Because it's sounding like that's all happening in a short period of time.
1: Well, you you have that across your day, right? And that's that, kind of how they do it. And they does do the something eating window like
0: not matter when you're working out that hard?
1: Well, the only reason the ma- the window matters is to try to allow yourself enough time to get to hungry enough off. to eat it again. Right, right. Uh, because you can't just do it all at once. <laughs> right, makes sense. But you speed your metabolism up like crazy, and then maybe you do, maybe you do a lift in the morning and a run at night. Got it. And that's how a lot of people do this. Got it. And that's how you put on twenty pounds of muscle.
0: And that's because I remember you were saying there was a point where you were huge, and like huge, yeah, but like, I wasn't
1: eating enough. Got so, it. so I put on about ten pounds of muscle. But if I had been eating correctly, I would have put on more because I was much lifting enough. Add? I got up to like 222. Wow. But I was lifting enough that I was doing the lifting and the exercise to transform my body. Yeah. To, you know, the, le- the best level it could possibly have been at. Yeah. But I was not following that up with the, the you know, I was still kind of eating three meals a day. Right. And it just, it just didn't, it didn't move the needle that much. How much do you weigh now? My normal weight's like 208, 210. Word. Word. Yeah.
0: Crazy, dude. Is Melvin Potter
1: the guy you're thinking of? The no, I think he's got a, na- a name, like a the something. or wow. Kingpin. That's who I'm thinking of. His name's Kingpin. The character's name is Kingpin. That's him. Is that Kingpin?
0: He maybe has... Maybe his real name prob- is Melvin yes, Potter. exactly. Yeah, not
1: not as big of a comic book guy as I thought.
0: <laughs> well, it's funny that we're talking about this. I've been watching so many more Olympics this year than I ever have. Are you kidding? No.
1: I don't give a fuck about the
0: Olympics. <laughs> well, dude, the way that the NBC app is set up now, you can watch highlights of every single thing that's happened.
1: Is it is it good? Yeah,
0: it's awesome, dude. It's
1: the Olympics. Are there stars? When they, when they said that the woman who got caught smoking weed, the 100-yard Shikari. sprinter got kicked out i said fuck this and i was that was it i
0: guess simone biles is hurt now too She
1: but not she's not hurt
0: oh it was a mental thing? dropped
1: out from mental Exhaustion?
0: stress wow that's crazy that because yeah actually i saw the first post said that she was hurt but then there was the follow-up that yeah. said that's that's crazy i'd be curious to see naomi osaka
1: that. got upset she lost yeah
0: she hasn't really been playing though but dude there are absolutely stars there's dude it's it's as exciting as ever i are you?
1: No, no, no. no fans without the
0: fans it's not as good but i'm I still really intrigued f-
1: i feel like in olympics past of my life somehow the media has done a pretty good job of letting us know who to keep an eye on heading into the olympics mm-hmm. i could not tell you a single athlete that is right. competing in these right. games that's fair not one
0: so like it's early in the game still like you and I I hear what you're saying, and I agree. There isn't like the standout star. There isn't the like watch this year as Usain Bolt, Usain Bolt, right.
1: even 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 Gatlin. I mean, we knew we knew who might challenge from America right. against the the perennial powerhouse. Who
0: was the swimmer guy again? The, Michael Phelps, no, Lochte. Ryan Lochte, yeah, yeah.
1: Katie Lidecki. I mean,
0: well, she's still doing it.
1: Yeah, but she, okay, yeah.
0: I think she won a gold. Well, anyway, dude, it's I'm telling you, give it a shot, man. The NBC app, you can just watch all the highlights from the day. And especially because it's in Tokyo, the, the timing is fucked up. So like it's happening overnight. Mm-hmm. So by, by doing this, I'll just like have it on in the background. And dude, I'm learning so much about these sports and the rules like about fencing and about and about taekwondo. Do you know what taekwondo even is? Striking. So, so it, I was always like, oh, it's martial arts, whatever. But it's so bizarre. It's like all leg. All the people competing just have the longest legs ever, and like <laughs> they're trying to land blows with their legs, and the only and the way you block is also with your leg. So it's just these people who are pivoted on one leg, and then they tilt backwards to both attack and to block. Huh. It's the most bizarre. So anyway, I'm having a great time, dude, watching <laughs> I'm just learning so much shit. There's so many cool random events. There's shooting. There's just shooting. You just shoot a pistol. That's an Olympic event.
1: Well, I watched... I watched some of the skateboarding highlights. Yeah,
0: that was sick too.
1: Yeah, but I watched, I don't think it's set up very well.
0: What's his name? Naya is the guy he like Niger naja Houston. He lost. he lost. But the Japanese guy was pretty good. But you don't he, like the way it's set up?
1: Okay, my problem with how it's set up is that these guys just get to go too many times.
0: Oh, interesting. It they, definitely takes away some of the raw, and the they, thing that's cool and they about fall skateboarding. And
1: then they're like, ah, no big deal. And they grab their board and they, they go do, up again. Yeah. And like the slam dunk competition. Again yeah
0: yeah okay i feel i hear you on that i it's just so contrived too it's like taking this rebellious cool thing and making it part of the club yeah is there's something like shitty about that but it's still cool that they get the opportunity to compete Mm -hmm. dude it's amazing how many olympic events take place in the ocean surfing sailing sailing that's just crazy to me like it that's i'm sure there's more that i'm not thinking of i mean crew doesn't really count because it's on a river right but it's crazy that you're just like you're not in a stadium. You're just in the fucking ocean. Right. That's nuts, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is
0: that not crazy? Maybe a triathlon too. Yeah, dude. Crazy.
1: It is crazy.
0: The other crazy thing: Russia is not allowed to compete.
1: No, but they're they're back. The no, gymnasts were back. This their year.
0: athletes are competing as the ROC, and no one says the word Russia. It's the craziest.
1: What's ROC stand for?
0: Russian Olympic Committee. But you're not you don't say that. You don't say Russian. The broadcasters only say ROC. There's no flag. It's the most bizarre like penalty because the Olympics are all about honor. You're just being stripped of honor. Mm-hmm. You can still compete. We all know it's Russia, but somehow that's like this fucking dig.
1: Weird. Well, you know, <laughs> look, I'll never forget the the Olympics of my youth, and I'll remember forever that, you know, Women's gymnastics team, who with the Dominique Dawes, Dawes and Carrie Strug, yeah, I think the one who that. rolled her ankle and yeah. landed the final vault, and you know, I'm trying to think. Well, Ali
0: Raisman, even the more like well, that recent was more ones. recent, but yeah. I
1: remember that the 1990s Olympics. Oh yeah, and uh, you know, I was sitting there with my family, watching that amazing women's gymnastics team compete with a nice cold stewart's root beer in my hand <laughs> thinking my god you know could life get any better i'm gonna remember these days forever <laughs> in fact i bet when i'm in my 30s i'm gonna look back and fondly have a, a very strong wave of nostalgia overcome <laughs> me which i hope to quench with some modern iteration that's a little bit more to my liking when I'm yeah. in my 30s. Something with a little nice kick to it, maybe a little alcohol in it. The
0: Stewart Spice Seltzer. Oh,
1: they've got that now.
0: What a what a wonderful treat!
1: I never saw that coming when I was 12. Or
0: <laughs> to eight. allow you to re-experience the sweet taste of your youth. That's it. In a more appropriate adult beverage. Yeah. The Stewart Spice Seltzer really captures the essence of our all of our memories.
1: Track, crack a can, and it'll transport you right back to that vault from Kerry Strong or Strong or whatever the hell our name is. <laughs> uh,
0: right now, uh, you can get it in New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, and Colorado. It will be available everywhere in early 22, 2022. If you're looking for it, you can go to stewartspiked.com for the store locator to see who's carrying it. It's, that's com. One S in the middle or at Stuart Spiked on Instagram. Uh, There are great flavors. Uh, They have the black cherry. They have the root beer. Like you said, they Mm -hmm. have the orange cream, raspberry lime. They're also introducing new flavors. These things only have 100 calories, zero to one gram of sugar per can, gluten-free, vegan. It's a really nice treat. They're refreshing and light and guilt-free. And, you know, Francis Iconic just got spiked.
1: That's it. That's it brings you right back.
0: So go check out some Stewart's spikes Seltzer Crafting flavor ever since nineteen twenty four. It's good stuff.
1: Gee, everyone's talking about how nobody can hire anyone right now. I've heard that. But that the job market is the hottest it's been in the history of the job market. I don't know if that's true, but
0: And I wonder if that is just like statistically because more people are like, it's an improvement on the previous quarter or whatever, type of thing.
1: It's because they say because people don't really want to go back to work, but that businesses have now recovered, and so they have the they capital to hire people, but that people don't want to go back to work.
0: So I think it's. A, I've heard too that it's a, it's especially impacted the sort of service industry because bartenders and waiters are getting unemployment still. Yeah, and they get paid the same amount from unemployment that they would at their job. Right. What? <laughs>
1: Why would they go back to right. work? Which is interesting. But for me. It has made me very curious, you know, about the job market. And and does it not ever make you wanna say, Boy, I wonder if I hopped on LinkedIn for a second and searched so, for a job, I might apply for one that pays five hundred grand a year.
0: So dude, I don't think that my resume would be able to yield that. I mean, yours obviously could, it sounds like, especially you know, we know how decorated your academic career is. You have some experience doing other stuff. I understand why. So are you, how serious are you actually thinking about doing something like that? Um, Zero to 100.
1: Well, I went on LinkedIn today. I've never used LinkedIn. I've never used it. I, I, don't, I really honestly did not open it for eight years, but I've had a profile. Yeah. So I went on there for the first time and tried to see if I could search jobs by salary mm. offering. And I could not figure out how to do that because mm. I, I wanted to limit in the same way that when I go on Zillow and I told you yeah. I had to delete the Zillow app, I, I've <laughs> set my ranking, my high, I don't even put a limit on the, the price of the houses Sorry. that I look at. So I start and the, the first two or three houses, there's one that's like 69 million. <laughs> then, there's like, then it goes down to like 48. And then it's down to like 22. And you're like, well, those are probably out of my price range.
0: Dude, that's so funny. But that's then because
1: like, you've seen those, you get into the eights. Right. And you're like, well, well you know. I
0: still can't afford this. Seems
1: pretty reasonable compared to that <laughs> 17 bedroom that I saw right up top. <laughs> um, so, dude,
0: it's so funny. Most people delete Candy Crush from their phone. Francis is deleting I had to Zillow. delete
1: Zilla. It, it just left me absolutely demoralized. But.
0: One to a 100, how serious are you actually? Because I know that you're not that serious, but maybe you're a little more serious than not.
1: I don't understand how to get from the amount of money that I make right now, doing what I do to doubling that. Mm -hmm. And I am getting to a point in my life where I don't know how many more years I can make this amount of money and be Mm -hmm. happy. Mm
0: -hmm. Guys, please give the podcast to all of your friends. Let's keep Francis talking on the mic. like, and subscribe. Please.
1: I'm I'm sounding dramatic and it doesn't mean that I'm not grateful. I I accept that and and I'm thrilled that the amount of money I make given that what I do is a lot. I make a very good living given the career that I'm in.
0: Totally. And and especially compared to other people who are like considered to be decorated people in our field like, you know, I I'm sure that you're doing much better than a lot of them even, which of course is a blessing but it doesn't change the fact that the $10 million house is going to be difficult to come by. That's it, man. <laughs>
1: That's it. So I went on LinkedIn just to peruse. And you, as far as I can tell, you can't limit uh, by or list even by like highest paid to lowest paid jobs. Okay. Interesting. Um, but there are all kinds of weird things that you can limit your search to. And you can limit it to certain fields.
0: What would you do? Because I'm sure you were searching through the
1: fields. So one thing that interested interested me was that there was uh, an article in the New York Times I read about venture capital firms that are investing in tools for creators. Oh, interesting. So right now it's a creator economy, right? So there's all these new apps coming out like Clubhouse and Community and obviously Patreon just got IPO'd at like $4.1 billion and you know... Any any number of these tools, whether it's uh, Vimeo right. or I mean, we we get hit up. I get hit up by like all the time companies that are just you know new versions of Cameo and ways for connecting creators to brands or to their audience. And this is the new tool for doing live streaming and
0: yeah, totally you know,
1: within Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. They're all competing and coming out with rolling out their new things and. So, there are venture capital firms that are investing in young companies mm-hmm. that are coming up with ways for creators to expand their audience. Take and, the
0: platform out of the equation. And they along, are... Yeah.
1: This article said that some of these VC firms are hiring creators that have built their own following who understand what creators... Ah, ...what they need and what might work for them in terms of connecting. That could be great. And... I have this kind of ridiculous view of what it would mean to work at a VC firm. To me, it's like you're in San Francisco or you know Marin or something, mm-hmm. and you're wearing jeans to work every day <laughs> and a polo shirt, and it's California, and you can Tesla. get to get to yeah, you get to work forty five minutes late, no one cares, and you know it's it, you're sitting in an all glass building and you leave early to go play paddle tennis or kayak or something right. like that windsurf around <laughs> the bay under the golden gate bridge and i'm sure i'm thinking more about the the lifestyle than what the actual job would entail but that's something that has started to pique my interest a little bit
0: yeah i mean i if they, if they, some of those places are based here too
1: don't get me wrong julio the odds of that happening are no, not no. high.
0: But, dude, that's cool. I mean, listen, that, that is a, that's a well-thought-out approach at seeing what's out there. Because, I mean, that is... Dude, like you said, I get... Dude, I had a funny call, actually. It was one of those places. Because a lot of the time, they'll be like... They try to get you to use the app. And then they're like, every time someone signs up, you get, to, you get a... Yeah, fuck and that's that. And like, fuck off, dude. But so this one guy kept telling me, you know, once you get big enough, he just kept saying that. I'm like, dude, I'm on the, didn't you ask me to talk on the phone? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Dude, I literally, he, then he said it again in the email and then I emailed him back. I was like, dude, you need to stop doing that. Like, I, like, I gave you my time to talk to you and hear your stupid idea. Yeah. Stop talking down to me, dude. You're a little shit, fucking scratchy voiced college kid. I didn't say you're a little shit in the email, but I, I, but I did say something that like a person who had an active LinkedIn profile would not have said. I just say, let's just keep it like that. Wow come correct dude but uh, anyway i think that i uh, did i understand man and you,
1: you know you know what the, the the new thing the big thing is that they're trying to really find a, a company for what it's finding a way to do to match like creators to online marketplaces so almost do a home shopping network through influencers interesting and say so so you bring someone on one of us and we're just like trying to sell sunglasses or something to people as we are telling jokes on a live show. Oh, interesting. Something like that. Interesting. That's the thing that I think TikTok is now really trying to figure out. I think Snapchat has a version of it. Instagram's doing it so too. So, how do you
0: even do it? You just you can go live and incorporate these products or something?
1: We would almost be doing like our own HQVC type thing. That's hilarious. That's I think, I think we, that's something we would be good at, though. Yeah, we, it would be pretty good. But that's, that's the next frontier of, I think, social media.
0: Fucking nuts.
1: Yeah. Cool. Um, well, we'll see. We'll see what the future holds. Well, actually, there, dude, Julia. before
0: before we, we take it home, I have a good email that you're going to really enjoy. Excellent. And I'm excited to read it to you.
1: Here, for, let, me, let me see if I can predict the first 20 seconds of this email. Hey, Julio, huge fan of the pod. Love you. You and I should get together sometime. You're the best. I love the way that you are.
0: Nice try, dude. Not quite. This is It, it, it wasn't a terrible guess, and you'll see why. <laughs> Hello, Oops, the podcast. Big fan of the pod. I know the pod because of Francis, as he used to tutor me in SSAT prep.
1: Oh, <laughs> okay.
0: Funny story is the first time my mom asked if he wanted something to eat or drink... To be polite, he responded with a very nonchalant, I am pretty hungry, and she made him a chicken quesadilla. My mom proceeded to make him chicken quesadillas every time he came over, which I thought was always very funny and a bold but respectable move. (laughs) Dude, that is hilarious that now she just thinks you love chicken quesadillas and you're getting chicken quesadillas every every time.
1: I remember this family. (laughs) I remember this family. Julio, are you sure you haven't, read this email to me on the podcast before
0: dude i'm i I recall reading an email about someone feeding you during sat prep but i don't think it was a chicken quesadilla i think this is a different
1: feel like i knew that you there was a a, an old student of mine had emailed you and said that the mom used to feed me chicken quesadilla
0: (laughs) if there's anybody listening who is that on top of our shit that they would know the answer to this please let us know because for me I, I understand why you're saying that, but to me, it, this is a different story.
1: Dude, it's funny, though, because <laughs> the families that used to, I used to work with, the mothers specifically would become very happy feeding me. <laughs> That's great. And they knew that I was like a, a struggling comedian who was tutoring, and they, I'm sure they thought that by giving me a meal, uh, they were helping me. And they were. That was amazing. It's amazing, but I also got some really good food.
0: This is sounding delicious. I might have to eat a chicken quesadilla tonight. They, but...
1: There were these fam. I saw some really cool, different families that had different, you know, sort of ethnic backgrounds that would cook different things, and then they had amazing pantries. Oh, grapes! You're, you're eating things that the kids eat when they come home from school. So it's awesome. It's like yeah. little lemonade. With straw, <laughs> you know, minute made lemonade pouches. Suns. uh suns yeah. You're eating, you know, sh- peanut butter cracker packs. Fuck yeah! And carrots. I didn't love that. But a kid, you know, sometimes you get the junkier foods. But for the most part, it was pretty good food.
0: Yeah, I mean, dude, you definitely take for granted as a kid your parents' ability to like keep fresh food around and stuff. Yeah, totally. You know I mean? It's a pain in the ass. Yeah. Um. Okay. So anyway, continued um he also said i want to apologize to francis for being so shitty at the ssat and that he was always very patient with me
1: oh my god i else? remember this kid he was not shitty at all this is good
0: to see. no see? come on you you were you were a
1: great kid a great student i'm sure he's killing it now it's really cool for me to see where these kids are at because i knew them when they were 12 you so know? He,
0: he continues uh nevertheless my question is on friendships here's a to your question about the update I'm, not, I'm in college now and part of the Boston area college group, Boston College. After graduating high school, I realized you can't stay close with all of your friends. Furthermore, I began to realize that some of my friends weighed me down and that them being in my life is not letting me be the best version of myself. Do you guys have any advice on what types of people I should stay close with or just the general concept of how to evaluate, evaluate friendships and people that you surround yourself with?
1: Oh, that's a pretty insightful question. Yeah. I think I think he meant sorry. He used to pay me in chicken quesadillas.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Dude, I love the idea of the small town piano lesson guy, like in the wedding singer. Yeah. She pays him in meatballs.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, thanks, Mrs. You know. Oh, yeah, here yeah. you go. Um, I think the question that he means is about the first thing that he talked about, about the idea that you sort of It's hard to stay in touch with people sometimes or like you go to college and you out, maybe you, you kind of change a little bit and then you don't mesh the same way you used to with your high school friends. And like, that's not a problem.
1: No. You know, that just happens. I think college is a much better place to forge long-term friendships than high school. I think so too. I really do. I think that you get to a point in your life, first of all, you're all brought together due to some commonality right the Mm. admissions committee has seen something in everybody and then you've all chosen this school for for some common reason interesting um and so there's you're going to find more like-minded people you're going to find people who understand themselves better Mm. who are you know trying to learn and, and and improve and make friends um and It's just a better pool of people to select from than the kids you were forced to grow up with or just grew up with by virtue of where you were born.
0: And that's the, that I think is the key point there too. It's like in college, you had your friends because you were there and you guys were all there. That's Mm -hmm. why they became your friends. And you go to college and then you kind of get to complete the equation, which is like you get to add the idea of choice to that. Yeah. And then, you know, it doesn't mean that you're, I mean, I love my high school friends. They're great. Like you do. It doesn't mean you have to not be friends with your high school friends, but if for some reason, you find yourself drifting from certain friends, that's not the end of the world, right, and those relationships can evolve or they can end, and neither are are a tragedy yeah and this is the first time you really deal with that when you go to college, so it seems like a big deal, but it's just it's just really not
1: yeah i I also would say that this is something i've I've noticed people who after college and and I'm talking years after college are noteworthy for the fact that they never seem to hold on to friends all that long Mm. and they make a new best friend every couple years and then have a falling out with someone else Mm. and like move on. That's not a good sign about that person. That's
0: like how comedy people are.
1: Yeah. (laughs) These sort of fleeting uh, uh, transitory friendships. Yeah. um, That's not a good sign at all. I do think there is value in maintaining friendships years and years before um and i have a friend who believes that even if even if someone you've been friends with for 10 years now starts being an asshole or you know is really a nightmare that you should not give up on them Mm. even if even if you you're like i really don't like this person anymore what what they're into is totally not what i'm into he feels that way. I'm not going to go so far as to say that. I do think that there's a time to know when you should like cut ties. This person is leading me down a bad path. They're a bad influence on my life. Um, however, it is important to have some connection with people who have known you a long time. Agreed. Because they're going to be the best at advising you. They know you the best. Outside of your family, you know, they have the They've seen you through the most phases of your life.
0: And you've just shared so much life together.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, you, you got
0: to give them a little more slack, even if they're annoying as fuck. There are people in my life. Who I'm like, I've known you 15 years. You're my friend now, even though I don't like you at all.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but I also don't think that you should expect the same sort of uh, same, the same contribution from all your friends. Friends wear different hats so i have a basketball team yeah i have i have friends that i love getting (laughs) fucked up with but that's kind of it Mm -hmm. i would not trust them to look after my children i wouldn't (laughs) trust them to advise me about relationships um i have friends who i know on a more sentimental level who you know i would want to get a drink with if i was like i'm going through this crisis in my life help me but maybe that friend's not somebody that i would want to make plans with on a Saturday night because they're not that fun right? right, um, right. friends that I would want to go on a trip with friends that I would like to double date with all of these things and it's, it's totally fine to have friends that serve different purposes or to rely on friends for different reasons you don't expect them to be a total jack of all trades totally. you know uh, fulfilling all the boxes of friendships you can assemble your own team of friends really? I realize this sounds like I'm kind of using my friends <laughs> but they're using you too realize that you wear a hat for your friends and uh you know hopefully you can try to have someone who covers the most boxes but
0: and by using each other you are not using each other
1: exactly <laughs> right a yes. friendship is an exchange yeah it's not a you enjoy each other of, it's a it's a mutual back scratching yeah yeah
0: nice thoughts francis very nice <sighs> um i guess that's it huh
1: yeah that's it
0: oops the motherfucking podcast um Guys, I'm going to be performing in Barcelona at the comedy, let me just double check this name so I get it right. Are you for real? Yeah. Um, (laughs) It's called the Comedy Clubhouse in Barcelona. It's in uh, the Limerick, in the back of the Pub Limerick is this comedy club. I'm going to be there August 13th and 14th. Um, Come check out the shows if you're in town. How did this happen? (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm stopping in Barcelona before I go to Greece. Because I was supposed to be going to a bachelor party, bachelor party got canceled. I kept the plans because I was like, "Whatever, I'm going to eat this flight anyway. I'm just going to go. It's only for a couple of nights." And I was like, "I should try to do some shows, got to connect with some people." And we're and, uh,
1: unbelievable, yeah.
0: So that Saturday night show, I'm going to be doing a long set. Uh, in case you're trying to pick, if you're out there, wow. Uh, so come check, come check well, that out. I'll,
1: I'll be at uh, Springfield, Massachusetts, <laughs> the MGM Roar Casino uh, on Saturday of Labor Day weekend. think that's what september 3rd or
0: 4th i can check for you right now
1: one of those days so come out to that tickets francisellis.com slash shows and uh i hope to see you there it's a fun club
0: awesome uh yeah i guess that's it um check us out oops the podcast and uh dm us send us your emails let us know what's going on we'd love to hear from you uh thank you for rocking through this hot summer and uh enjoy yourself